distortion of the fabric of space and time around one black hole also exists for the other black hole. So you have black holes entering each other's event horizons. So I opened up that thesis. I didn't understand a single page in This recording what? I didn't even listen. What? So you're saying record that? That. Yeah, that could be alright. Oh, that is yeah. And we're live. Yeah, that's the pod. This is the podcast to the audience. Yeah. You what? I do nothing really. I just started again or solution oriented. Enjoy. Thank you. Look at the. (laughs) My apologies for. Huh? We don't need. Uh, Nothing. No influence. Yeah, we do need to package you. (laughs) He's already running. Didn't even have to do nothing. Thank you. <coughs> Allow that. So yeah. fucked. Like, it's like we were just like, the podcast is starting. Please leave. But you didn't have to say please leave. People just leave. Everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, people you just get the knew. Vibe. Fuck. We just knew. Weird. Oh, yeah. Even <laughs> before you're like, oh, if people come in, allow, allow. And then it's just, no, nah, can't get the fuck out. I wanted this podcast just to be with me and you. I don't know. That's how I felt. Yeah. Were you the same? No. Nah. No, no, I'm joking. I don't really fucking know. Uh, I, was, I was literally just going to allow it, but fucking, I don't know. I don't just, yeah. I just fucking wanted, like, I don't know. It's so much easier talking to one person. Definitely. Better than the fucking one we had with Chris and Matt on. Not that I'm saying that that was shit, but it's just that, like, it's so much harder to fucking talk to, like, three other people. Mm. Because then you start having different conversations and you can't fucking help it. Legit. <laughs> You're gonna be hearing a lot of that. I've 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 been finding the podcast medium restricting. What do you mean? Lately, like right now, as I'm talking, I don't fucking like it. Like you know what I mean? It's not as fun. And I'm what like, what's going on here? Why does it have to be like this? Because mm. our thing was it wasn't going to be like this. Mm. You know what I mean? But I. I don't feel the same as when the fucking camera's off. And I wish that I could fucking move beyond it, but you can't. What, like... Like, we are... You feel compelled to do it. Compelled to do... The podcast, like, sit here and talk right now, set it all up, and put it out there. I do, for whatever reason, I do feel compelled. I don't know why. Mm. But as I'm sitting here doing it, it's not as good as if me and you were just sitting in there. Mm. So I don't know what motivates myself to want to do it. Mm. Because really, like, the valuable chats that I have with you, the most valuable chats, I suppose, would, would happen off camera. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Same would go for fucking anybody who does like a podcast or mm. is some sort of creator and puts their shit out there. Because mm. you, no matter how long you've been doing it for, 
feel like the only person that I that you'd get like um a straight shooter would be fucking Joe Rogan. Because mm. he actually looks like he doesn't really care about he'll actually attack or argue with his like guests and whatnot, whereas like any other everybody else is kinda caught oh keep the peace, keep the peace. <coughs> I think it's yeah. But I think what that is is like he's he's on camera. And he's different on camera. Like, obviously, everyone's like, you're on camera vibe, right? Yeah. But I think he's just really comfortable with that. I think it's just something you learn to get comfortable with. That's like, I suppose we're comfortable with it. Look at well, us. That's we're... what I'm saying, but it's like... But you know it's different. Sorry to the viewers. Exactly. That's like part of it. <laughs> but, uh... Fucking... Yeah, sorry. Gum instantly tasted like shit. <laughs> um... Fuck, we need to sort this out. What, the half on, half off? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah. What were we saying? Fucking, what were we saying? Talking about how it feels. Being on camera, being comfortable on camera. And yeah. I said, I think that we are, but we just know it's different. Exactly. Like, we are ourselves. It's just that it's different. It's like I was saying earlier, how there's a... Um, personality for each situation that mm. you show and this is about as close as it's going to get to mm. m- the real me because I am putting the real me out there it's just that then I have to like pay attention to what I say in a way mm. because it's going out to everybody else mm. yeah I find that's I find I'm different because this is a podcast and therefore it's not just two people in the room. It's three people in the room and that's the dynamic. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an infinite potential in the room. You don't know what that is. You don't know what the podcast leads to because that's not in, that's we're in the present right now. We don't know what the future holds for what the podcast is. could be nothing, could be something. And maybe it's our fucking young ego centric minds saying it's got to be big. It's got to be something. We got to be careful because if it blows up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know, uh, and maybe that's is that what compels us to do it? Because we were saying the original thing was we're just doing it for us and rah rah rah. And then it's like, are we just doing it for us? Because if we we're doing it, why are we doing it for us? You know what I mean? We're doing it for I us so like we can get somewhere with it. Me personally, now, because I have a feeling that like if this were to t- the only way this can really take off mm. is if our personal lives do something on the outside of this and then from whatever following you have there you tell them about this i agree um so i don't think this will get big at at all just by us sitting here talking until we come up with like something that we stay on topic about that we constantly like a category that we keep talking about Mm. is that something you want to do Hmm. a category not really, mm. but at the same time, yeah, it'd be good to, because then people could actually, I don't know, it'd be easier for people to listen to, I guess, mm. because then you're talking about one thing, mm. and then they can actually have uh, an opinion on it themselves as well, Yeah, as opposed to, like, the, you can have an opinion on fucking what we're talking about right now, like, life. Or how you perceive it, but I don't know. Category would be better. 
but I'm not sure if it would be as fluent. Yeah, hundred percent. Though I'm just, what what what's your ideal world with a podcast? If you were <coughs> this podcast was big, would it be exactly what we're doing now, just with guests? Yeah, I'd fucking love that. Yeah, so it's like it would be making it a category, changing it for the crowd rather than the purity of what you wish it to be. Literally, yeah. The only reason why I'd fucking change it to something category-based is to get garner more viewers, Mm. Mm. which currently I don't really care about. Mm. I did in the beginning. Mm. Like (laughs) I I did You did as well. Yeah. But now, because I know that we're not really, we're literally not showing this podcast any love. We haven't uploaded it in however long. No. um, Or recorded one in however long. Mm. Um. But I find that refreshing. It I don't know really about is. You. But like, whenever I'd walk in here, because I game in here, um, it's like, uh, I walk in here and I just look at this table and I oh. go, yeah, mm. do we need to do it or do we not? Yeah. It's gotten to the point now where I'll walk in here and I don't even fucking notice the microphones. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's actually, it's so relaxing not having to do it because it's another thing. Because in a way, it's something that I feel like I have to do because from the beginning, um, we said that we <laughs> weren't going to stop doing this. I know. And that's like the fucking bond, and the blood bond. You know and what that's I mean? why I'm only going to keep doing this. I don't know, even care if it's like we take months <laughs> off from doing episodes. Same. Years even. We're always going to touch base with a podcast, you yeah. know? Fucking, mm. but even in that, we're like seventy. Hard. Remember when we said we we're gonna touch base with a podcast? Then in that moment, you touch base with the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always a possibility. You just gotta fucking turn your phone on. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Currently, I'm. I really sounds harsh, but I don't really don't give a fuck about it. Mm. But I'm happy to do it. I agree. But I'm happy if nothing happens with it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I think that's the best place to be. Yeah. I think, it's like, yeah. Hmm. What were you going to say? Sorry. No. I, I was agreeing. No, I, I was agreeing with you. Good jumping, brother. You don't jump in enough. I fucking <laughs> want you to jump in. Um, Cut me off. No. I got... I, that was a fucking... That whole cutting off people thing in this group, that was a... That became a big deal and then just like it became a big deal when it was recognized over that day or whatever mm. and then now it's just incorporated into everybody. Mm, it's just a way of, it's a just the way every, you're meant to communicate. But mm. as you know, it's not common. Oh, yeah. So not common mm. to like when someone's speaking, everyone listens to them. Mm. A lot of people can't handle that attention, mm. especially in a group of people that you don't, aren't really close and with. Some people want the attention you're getting so they'll jump in like i remember yeah. me and my workmates were talking a while back and it's like we were talking about how you know when there's people when you're talking about a story and you're telling this story and it could be fucking mo- a mild one a pretty fucking like extreme one mm. or whatever it's a story and when you're done with your story you can tell when somebody is trying to outdo you with their story. They come in and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I had a similar thing, but, like, this was, like, fucking, yeah, way bigger. This and that. <laughs> and they're just trying to, like, 
shit on your story and say, I have a better story. You think they do it on purpose or do you think they're just like trying uh, yeah. to contribute? You, you can tell. I reckon you yeah. can tell when people are just contributing mm. and when people are like actually trying to shit on like your story and say, mine's better. Yeah. Like I have a better experience or something like that. Yeah. Like I know that topic, I have a better fucking... <laughs> yeah. But storytelling's hard, man. It is. A good storyteller is underrated. Bro, fucking Mr. Ballin. Good oh, fucking yeah. storyteller, bro. Mm. Like, I was literally just reading his reading his comments then. Every single one that I was reading, best fucking storyteller. Can't been watching him for hours straight right now. Like, holy wow, shit! Wow, I gotta yeah. check him out properly. <laughs> he's, eh? he's fucking good. Yeah. If you're yeah a fan of the strange, dark, and mysterious, <laughs> check out Mr. Ballin. He's fucking actually sick. Mm. Has so many fucking videos of. <laughs> like um, I just watched his missing four one one series about people going missing in North America, and I've come to the conclusion that Bigfoot is fucking real, and he might just be an interdimensional, like traveler as well, like <laughs> preach. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say because some of the he sh- really is that all you're gonna say? Well, yeah, I can't really say elaborate any more than fucking. I think Bigfoot's real. We gotta actually do a Bigfoot. Everyone does this, but we gotta do a Bigfoot hunting. We not not everyone. <laughs> I don't want to. No hunt one does this. Bigfoot. Yeah, no, we're right. not hunting him. A Bigfoot fucking. What's the word? A Bigfoot. Oh, fuck. I don't know the word. <laughs> Exploration. Yeah, yeah. A fucking. I don't know, man. Sorry. I'm trying to think of a word, and the word isn't coming. Anyways, a Bigfoot fucking meat. We gotta fucking meet Bigfoot. Cause like I don't know if I want to meet Bigfoot, bro. Imagine you know because you want to know why I don't <laughs> want to meet Bigfoot. Because I've been hearing all these stories, but I have the like um, interpretation that they'll be like sassy the Sasquatch from fucking Big Les. Good. This friendly fucking creature that just travels. Mm. But from the stories I've heard, they're fucking. They stick together and they fucking chase you out of the fucking forest and sometimes they might kill you. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm fucking hearing. Oi. So should we go suss them out? Like, I feel like if you go into the forest... I'm sorry, I just ignored all the threats, but I'm too curious. That's the thing. It's like, I want to go and experience shit that, like, I've been hearing. Hmm. But if if I was to experience that then that means if us boys are going, one of you boys has to just disappear from like our sight after like a minute of us just seeing you and then never seeing you again. Mm, do we want to do that? No. Yeah. No. Is that what happens? Um, well, that's what a lot of the fucking yeah, stories were. And they legit stories? Yeah. Like the... Actual eyewitness, like my friend's fucking gone. Yeah. And they would send like a thousand, fifteen hundred plus volunteer searches out across the fucking... And the only cunts that would survive would be two to fucking like eight-year-olds. This was something about like just kids being... And they would be found like in a couple-day period. Like a two-year-old would be found in a couple-day period like a hundred miles away. Mm. So whatever the fuck that is in kilometres on top of a fucking mountain. And they're like... How the fuck did you get here? And they're like, I don't know. But all I know is that when I went to bed, I saw animals watching me through the trees and they were hiding behind the trees and shit like that. That's all the kids would say. 
And this is across like the century. Mm. Well, I got to send me that video. I can fucking watch that one. That's a, bro. Literally, if you just go Mr. Bourne Missing Four One One series, he's got missing like a twenty-two videos on it. Of each every video, there's three stories in each one mm. of like people going missing and whatnot. Fuck me. And there's thousands of cases on it because mm. this detective was like, this ex-detective noticed that like all these story, like um, all these people had been going missing in North America. And he was like, why is nobody talking about this? Mm. Let me write some books on it. Mm. So, apparently he has a channel. Fucking. But, Mr. Bourne's a bit off. Pitbull bugger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <coughs> oh my God, I shouldn't have done a podcast on that. Are you sick? I'm coughing like fucking crazy. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, fucking. As you said, this podcast isn't fucking going anywhere. Therefore, <laughs> yeah, listen to it. <coughs> mm. I was gonna say something. Fuck. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah, I feel like if you go into a forest with the intention that you're trying to find Bigfoot, you're gonna you're gonna sort of see something. You know what I mean? You're gonna feel. I feel like if I was to go just in a forest. If I was to go into it, like on a hike by myself, mm. no way, I ain't doing it, especially in somewhere that I'm unfamiliar with. A hike? Yeah, or some shit like that. Mm. I did that. I fucking went for a hike in the Blue Mountains by myself, slept in a gully. Did you feel like anything was off? No. No, well, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I like sort of know the Blue Mountains. I've been there... I've few times you don't know the blue mountains I'm not saying I know it like the back of my hand I've gone for a hike and around stuff the like that and it doesn't well because we don't have any natural predators either mm. it's like not that creepy yeah even if like because like, I have like separated from groups and like <laughs> been by myself and it's quite peaceful because mm. it's mainly birds and shit that are just making noise mm. and water mm. but yeah when there's places like North America full oh, you predators mean, like, and whatnot, different forests I feel you. Shit that's like, yeah. Bears and shit. Yeah, nah. I, I like the Australian bush because you can just like, it's scary because you can get lost so easily, but it's good. Yeah, as you said, no natural predators. You know, like, you set up tent, you're fucking G. Legit. And but, if you hear something walking around, then like. <laughs> then you really got to be on your toes. Well, when I went for my fucking little day, um, I stayed overnight. Remember a couple of weeks yeah. ago? Wait, a couple of weeks ago? No, like a month or two ago. I fucking stayed overnight and I sent you boys a message and I was like fucking pull up <laughs> it was like over <laughs> the blue mountains in the middle of a fucking I remember you going away like six months ago but maybe I don't know how long ago it was but essentially like so I was like wigging myself out because I kept hearing like thumps like th- like timber being dropped from like a high thing doom, doom. And I'm like what the fuck is that so I just convinced myself that it was people chopping down trees and just dropping logs but I don't know what it was maybe it was a Bigfoot but who knows? That's what he was fucking saying because he, I listened to a story that he was telling that happened to him mm. and it was basically some fucking ghost dude who like was walking through their house and he claimed, and he was saying that it was like 10 feet tall mm. kind of thing, like its hips were like up here mm. and it bowed down like over his mate and then just like went through his mate when he was like 16 and he's like, fuck this and it happened like three nights in a row. Um, but he was just saying how when you're in that position 
and you hear stuff, you just immediately start to like, like, uh, what's the word? Rationalize what it is. Mm. Like, oh, it's probably just somebody walking in through the front door. <coughs> or, yeah, it's just dead branches falling. Mm. Until something gets closer and then you're like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in a position like that ever. Mm. Because I know that I would be frozen in fear. Mm. Because when shit, when I hear stuff like in hallways, like when I used to, when I was younger, when I used to hear shit um, in the hallways, when I was like in my bed and it was just dead quiet and pitch black, mm. I would immediately start to squeeze up. And if I thought I saw something, like if my chair was sitting weird, mm. Like, and I stared at it for too long. It would, like, start to move, mm. sort of, like, mm. yeah. Or, like, the towel hanging off. And the then wall. I would just fucking sit there and I would be like, wait for it to fucking go or wait for me to pass it out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how scared you were as a kid with shit? Like, in bed, scared, alone at night, and you're just, like, staring at the door, like, something please don't come in i'm terrified or you'd stare at your wardrobe be like is the wardrobe door opening and you'd be like and then i'd get so scared and i'd just go into my covers and then i'd be like there's someone <laughs> outside of my covers they're right next to my bed and you just terrify yourself yeah why the fuck did we do why, that why the fuck yeah for example here's the bed and if you want to feel a bit risky i'd do it just to be like i could do it you stick your leg out out of the covers oh i do it the bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, me, mine was mine was sticking my hand out over the bed, like sleeping off the side. My hand's hanging there, and I'm like, something's got to touch it. I yeah, bro. Feel something that touch was, it. That's the thing. If you hold your hand out like that again, I would always feel like something was right there. Yeah. Right there, just ready to fucking. <laughs> I was thinking like like, like I was waiting for like you remember the remember the fucking horror horror story time remember oh. remember horror stories in primary school you just tell each other stories the one where it's the woman who would the woman okay I'll tell the story see if I can remember it so there was an old woman in, and she lived in a house by herself oh I know what you're gonna and she had a dog and the dog <laughs> yeah. would uh, the dog would like keep her calm it was like a, a, a companion dog so in the night she hid like a bump or a crack. She'd stick her hand down the side of the bed and she'd let the dog lick her <coughs> hand to tell her if it was all right. If the dog didn't lick her hand, she'd get up and she'd suss out what it was. So one night, she's lying in bed and she's awoken by a thump in the bathroom. And she goes, she puts her hand to the side and she, the dog licks her hand. She goes, oh, all right. I won't suss it out then. It must have just been the dog or it must have been something going on there. So she goes back to bed. She then wakes up again in the morning. And then she fucking puts her hand... She wakes up again to a thump. She puts her hand down the side and nothing licks her hand. She goes, oh, so there must be something up. So she gets up, goes in the bathroom and the dog is strung up in the shower, like slaughtered. And it says on the fucking wall in blood, people can lick too. Yeah. And it's just like a Yeah. So that was like the one. I'm just like, someone's going to lick my fucking finger. Like someone's yeah. just hanging my hand off the bed. I don't know why there's like that, even without like hearing stories, or maybe it just was from just hearing stories as a kid, but just sticking your leg or any kind of limb. I think it's because you warm up the bed and then when you stick it out into like the fucking room, it's temperature change. Mm. And then there's one thing that's vulnerable mm. and just out there. It's chaos. Yeah. It's in the unknown. <laughs> like, for example... 
when it came time for me to turn the lights off in the room. Fuck. Yep. Get ready to fucking jump. I literally crouch and fucking <laughs> jump over into the fucking bed and quickly get under there as quick as I could. Mm. To avoid nothing that was under my bed. You know what used to terrify me the most? I would even, when I'm playing like a video game, I used to get so terrified by fake shit. So like, I'd be like running down a corridor and I'm like, something is chasing you right now. And I'd be like, fuck in the game. I just click the button to try and get through the door. Same thing in like the hallway. I'd just be walking. Someone's behind you. And I'd just be like, and then as I go through the door, I'm like, it's got to get you just as you Fucking bolt through and like that the terrifyingness of like the terrifyingness of like there's a window and something's chasing me and if it gets me I'm dead and I gotta get through a window get all my limbs through my foot stuck fucking like get everything through something about being caught right as you have to stop grab the door open it up turn around shut the door it's such a big fucking movement and it can just get you so quickly it's like fuck yeah that shit's terrifying yeah, every time, as soon as I'd walk into the hallway from my, like, bedrooms, like, from the bedrooms down that end of the house into, like, towards the kitchen, mm. immediately as I step out that door, especially when it was pitch black, like, when everyone's going to sleep, mm. as soon as you leave that, spine-tingling sensation of just fucking run, cunt, <laughs> get some light on or something like that. Mm. My parents' room used to scare me when they're away and their door would be open. Mm. And I honestly think it was because of their wardrobe because they've got, because they have, it's like multiple rooms in a room. Mm. It's their bedroom and then it's their bathroom and then it's their wardrobe. Yeah. And their wardrobe was small, sort of, like enough for two people to be in there at the same time. Mm. But it was just then clothes all around it. Mm. So it's just like something's, standing behind those clothes mm. and I never as soon as I if they were away and it's like lights are off and I'm the only one down in the hallway I would <laughs> always I would never look at it and the only time I would look at it would just be like for a split second just to be like oh is it safe is mm. there actually something there mm. I don't know why I'd always fucking trick myself into thinking that something would always be there mm. I don't know what you're talking about with the video game as well like downstairs room even playing COD or whatnot, I'd always have to just be like, just check, especially after I've like gone through like an intense gameplay and mm. I'm just like, everything's amped up. I'm like, oh, mm. <laughs> most paranoid come. My most fucked one was when, when I lived at Comedy. So it was a big long house, right? So I'd be back down in the far games room, cold side of the house. Mm. And I'd just be there like playing Xbox, right? Got my Xbox 360, sitting on the lounge. And like everyone is on the other side of the house and I'd be playing games and it'd be like three o'clock in the morning and I'd turn the game off and then and I'm like, it's silent. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. I'd just be like, fucking bolt through the entire house and just ah get back to bed. Like I made it, but I always got up. I always, I never fucking... That it was always worth it. Yes. I would always stay up till four o'clock in the morning and then terrify myself on the way home. Bro, I remember fucking, I swear it was you who told me there was like that, because I know the exact layout of the house. Mm. There was that, it's the L-shaped part where it goes and shoots down there. Mm. You've got that fucking dining room yeah. there that would never get used. Never get used. And it looks so pristine and so like 
old fashioned that Alton. it made it scary. Yeah. And you were like, and there was that big painting there. Oh, I forgot about it. That and you would tell me, me can't. you would tell, I swear you were like, the eyes follow you when <laughs> you go through there. And I would, I would even freak me out going down there. Just being like, just glancing at the painting, like, yeah. or blinders <laughs> on can't, you only see the fucking games room and that's yeah. where you're going. Yeah. Well, that, that painting was like a pixie fairy, mm. but its eyes were fucking not right. I never, that's the one part of your house that I never actually explored. Mm. What, that the, dining room like yeah. I always walk past it I could always yeah. see there but because it was so scary I never went actually so dumb I would just like walk around and be like oh that's we only use this for Christmas like it's so fucking stupid mm. gives you a new outlook on like what money is and where you want to use it and shit unique mm. perspective <coughs> mm. Mm. And then pogo stick, you know, the pogo stick and fucking breaking your nose. Fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> Bro, Sam Harvey breaking yeah. his nose on the fucking pogo yeah. stick as well. Yeah, fuck me. Well, fuck that, just be, fuck that, the pogo stick. Mm. <laughs> the pogo stick, can't. The pogo stick. I forgot that that was even a fucking thing until just then. Mm. That was like massive. Mm. And you'd see people on YouTube with like doing pogo tricks. Flinging <laughs> <laughs> the pogo around. No, this remember? thing that you could just jump high on. Remember the Oingo Boingo or the Zoingo Boingo? <laughs> what? You don't know the Zoingo no. Boingo? <coughs> Brother. I know the bopper fucking zip. Nah, man. Twisted whatever shit. Zoingo. I don't know the Zoingo <laughs> Boingo. In my, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> you do. You definitely know it. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't think I've seen them, but I don't think I ever got... Oh, probably. We had one. We had one. I'll put it up to the camera. (coughs) Zoingo Boingo. Oh my Lord. Me and my brother would also get the ripstick. The ripstick. And we had a big asphalt area at the front, obviously. And we'd get the fucking... We get rope and the ripstick and we tie the rope to the back of the bike mm. and we just go around in circles and we try and flick each other onto the grass. Yeah. So we just fucking pedal, 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 turn it, whiplash the person on the fucking, fucking trying to stay on the ripstick. It was so much fun. Fuck. Being a kid, man. So fucking good. Oh, and then, bro, I, he, I forgot he even had all those acreage into the like trees. We had a goenna named fucking Bruce. Pull up, eat our fucking eggs that wouldn't hatch. Sean the sheep. Yeah. You'd have a go. Sean the sheep, bro. Sean the sheep. Fucking Sean the sheep was a fucking G. He grew up with dogs. He Mm. thought he was a dog. He thought he was a person. But he was the biggest cunt. Like he'd fucking just barge you unless (laughs) he liked you. And I remember we played a game where we'd fucking jump in the paddock. He'd come at us. Start like sprinting at us. And we'd just run. And then slide under the fence. And he'd be there. Come back in, cunt. See what happens. You know what I mean? He was just... But he was a good sheep. He was actually a sweetheart. Like, on the outside, I'd feed him, like, rice crackers and shit like that. Fuck rice crackers? Oh, mm. my God. He loved it. He rice go, cracker. <laughs> Did I can eat it, bro. It was so cute. <laughs> God, yeah, because... Rice crackers, bro. Because I had rice crackers. Mm. But I only ever got the plain ones. 
Organic. Mm. <laughs> we got the fantastic ones. You get the same brand? <laughs> the fantastic? I thought they were all right. They were just a snack. I Even like after I found out that there were flavors and whatnot, I'd mm. just pump them. Mm. But like when I found out that there were flavors, mm. I, like, I can't remember who gave me one in school, but someone used to always have them. And eventually I got a piece of one or had one. I was like, I've been robbed. I've been having plain fucking rice crackers. You didn't like the plain ones? No, I like the plain ones. But when there was like, bro, as a kid, you, flavor is everything. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, if you've got something that tastes good, then you're top dog, you're top shit. And I was like, flavored rice crackers, bro, they exist. Like, mm. I can't even remember what the flavor was, but it was just beautiful. Mm. Should probably go find some. They're the seaweed ones. They're all right. I'm not a big seaweed guy though. Seaweed rice crackers? Yeah, they're pretty good. You should try it. It's got seaweed on it. It's actually not bad. Are we talking about the same thing? No. Are you nice. talking about the big sort of plain things? No. Oh, you're talking about the in the, the tray. Rice. I said fantastic. You know the brand? Yeah, in the you're tray. You're talking about the tray. That's I'm talking it. about like the big like circular oh, the rice crackers. ones with yeah. the fucking, yeah, with the powder and shit. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, those ones. They're, they're, they're corn. They're corn, I think. Oh. I don't think they're rice. Are they rice? No. I don't know. They could be corn, but fucking... Yeah, bro. Remember the salt and vinegar ones? Yes. I fucking hated them. <laughs> bro, I fucking loved anything that was flavorful. Yeah. Other than a plain rice cracker. I'd still pump a plain <laughs> rice cracker. Well, you eat plain, just nothing on it. No nothing. salt, nothing. <laughs> That's years. a sad existence, bro. And then found out there were flavors, and then still would go home and pump a plain. I began to appreciate them just because of our snack. Well, your brain probably develops pretty well because of your organic upbringing. Well, Food's everything, bro. Flunked in school, so I it's mean, not your path, though. <laughs> yeah, school was not. Yeah, that's just what you say. You're like, yeah, fucking, you, you're doing some other shit. Yeah. Um, it's fucked though. You never like doing tests anyway. It's not. It's not a good medium for you. You know what I mean? No. Well, that's the thing. It's like depends on what kind of test. Your handwriting's so slow, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That cut me deep. <laughs> I didn't, when I said that, it was a throwaway. I didn't even mean it like yeah. that. I was just like, man, you should like write faster. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to think of something to say, but it's cut me so deep that it's like <laughs> in my head. It's like, I get it. I'm fucking slow. Funny thing was, Chris, I would tell Lisa to Chris like every year because we'd get, because I'd ask for extra time. Mm we were like, I'd be put in this other class, Mm. um, classroom. And then Chris was just put in it because he had like ADHD or whatever the fuck. Mm. Or would just not, I don't know. He was just put in for whatever. Mm. And Chris would always say, he's like, oh, do you remember? He said it recently. He's like, do you remember the fucking like class we had to sit in? Like, that was like for retards. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, bro. Yeah. I know exactly what class. (laughs) It felt amazing to be there. Yeah. <laughs> he enjoys it. You were there. It was like, damn. I was just there actually trying. Mm. Just because I had the extra time given to me. And Chris would just be <laughs> fucking around in the classroom. Like, he'd be on his phone or something. and Or talking to fucking TJ or whoever. <laughs> loud as fuck. And the During teacher would come around. Yeah. <laughs> we had like substitute teachers coming in. Sitting in for like other teachers. They'd be behind their desk and they'd come around <laughs> to Chris's table. You need to stop. 
Well, he was saying that one of the stories Chris told me, which I fucking was just like, whoa, damn, was when there was like, you had like beef with like an older group of guys and you were like sort of fought over a spot where to sit. And then Chris went away, (laughs) Chris went away and they sort of took your spot and you guys just moved spots. And then you came back and Chris was like, why are they sitting out? Why are we over here? And he goes, oh, they sat in our spots. And Chris was just like, what do you mean they sat in our spots? That's our spot. Let's go get it back. He walks up, tells them to move. They said they don't want to move. Chris just goes, all right, let's fight. Let's fight for it. And then he fucking dominated all of them by saying, let's just fight right now. Let's just fight. And whoever loses has to like move. And I they fucking... speak on that. They fucking, that's what he told me. And he said they bitched it. They just fucking... Oh, oh, moved. Man was just willing. That, that was like... That's like... That was like everything. The hill. <laughs> the hill? Yeah. What's I'm not hill? sure if you remember... That was like where we sat. Ah. Yeah. I'm not even sure if you remember the layout of fucking... Were you at the... It was the end of the science box, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was just that little slump. Hmm. Mm. That fucking place. That <laughs> fucking hill. Some yeah. bags would have been tossed down that. Yeah, a couple. Chris fucking rolled down there with Blake wrestling because <laughs> I don't know he was pissing off Blake and <laughs> Blake got cut so they wrestled yeah um yeah we mainly just sat around that area either the hill or on the other side of the demountable size block and the girls wouldn't sit too far away and I th- it was literally because of Chris mm. Because Chris would just not give a fuck. He would always talk. And just everybody loved Chris. Mm. So like, and especially that group of girls. Because they had always like, it was almost like they liked to be shit on. Because Chris would just shit on them. Mm. And they'd be like, oh my God, stop. And someone would even cry in class. (laughs) And they'd still be like, wanting to talk to Chris. Mm. Oh, Chris, Chris, I love you, Chris. (laughs) <laughs> yeah hilarious Chris was the Don good yes he is the Don he still is, is. these he fucking is. these fucking what are they uh is it Tiffany <gasps> no hey uh, what's the name of his glasses that he's getting Cartier Cartier he's Cartier big money fat cock glasses coming through (laughs) fucking neo gold neo rapper pimping glasses (laughs) they're gonna look so fucking drip chris has found like he's fucking i saw it as well because he was in the optometrist and he was picking out the glasses and he saw like gold ones with like with those frames and then the girl was like oh the old man well you know this but i'm telling the camera the old man ones and he's just like yeah the old man once. She was saying it as if to try and steer him away from that choice. And he's just like, you know what? I'm a fucking old man. Like the old man ones says who? Mm. I look at them. I like them. They become my glasses. That's how I feel about the New Balance shoes. Mm. <laughs> old man glasses. Uh, like old man shoes. Can we bring them back? Start dripping. New Balance. Yeah, drip out with New Balance. Sex Offender Let 7s. Me s- <laughs> Let me see if there's actually any fucking dope New Balance. There are. They make new. They make good shoes. It's like Adidas, I say. New 
balance shoes. Yeah, they're coming back. Let me let's go cool <laughs> New Balance shoes. It comes up with just like the fucking classic sneaker. It actually is just a classic sneaker. Let's see. With a modern twist. <laughs> the modern twist. I might have to buy some. Rep- <coughs> but if I'm going to go New Balance, I may as well just go back to the basics, you know? That is the fucking Saturday morning I mow my lawn shoe. <laughs> uh. Oh my god. Saturday morning I mow my lawns. Oh well, I mean Hey. Did you see catch new shoes? No. Ooh, what are they? Air Force Ones. Black, like full black with a bit of gold on the laces, like gold badge and like gold like small gold writing. Mm. And then purple inlay. It's fucking nice shoe. You see Chris's ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris was saying that he legit wore them once. And got complimented to the cunt. Yeah. That's that's the most bullshit thing about fashion. You just wear something a little... This is how I fucking dress. When I want to dress like fucking fashionable or look look like trendy or whatever. Mm. Jesus. That must have been bad. (laughs) You might smell it and you'll probably do it, yeah. I'll change if I can push through. But fucking... Didn't reach me. Good. Anyways. But, um, yeah, the way I, the way I like, if I want to dress like my vibe, but like look fashionable, look like I'm fucking dressing up, I just look at what I like, but it makes me a little bit anxious to wear out. And I wear that. Mm. That's it. Because I'm still staying true to myself, but I'm pushing the boundary on what I think I can wear. But it's bullshit. You can wear whatever you want. It's not real. You're putting on fabrics that, that, mean something to society it's bullshit it's all fucking whizzy fucking bullshit and if you can just overcome caring about that fucking aspect of reality you can just dress however you want and then all you what you get is oh my god i love your drip i love it it's like (coughs) i just fucking bought it you know yeah bro fucking people treat you different bitches love it you're just um, like i didn't do anything oh bro i'd have like I have so much apparel. It wouldn't be funny. I just don't have the space and money. Mm. I like to drip out. But I also like just chucking on fucking trackies and a fucking hoodie. Yeah, no doubt. Um, which is my main fit at home. Because it's like, there's no point in dripping out at home. No. Um, but that's the thing. That's where it's like a clash for me. Because I don't really, I don't like clubbing. Or really going out that much. So but you I say, like... You're on the I, rebound. You're I on the really rebound. don't like clubbing. You're on the rebound, brother. You say I'm on the rebound, but I really don't. No, you got no, Next time we go out, go out, you're dancing. I don't know why you just don't dance anymore. I you're just don't great, like clubbing. You're a great fucking dancer. We need your energy. <laughs> I don't when the boys like are on clubbing. the dance floor, we're fucking hustling. We, we're, we're creating the vibe. And you, lift, you help lift the bar. You are the bar. Yeah, bro. I am the bar. How can you bring anything to the table if you are the table? Kanye, <laughs> 2022. Well, Kanye said that. <laughs> I ain't gonna bring nothing to the table when I'm the table. <laughs> Great fucking lyric. Kanye is like, 
Kanye. Literally, like, borderline insane. But they say that's what genius is. Mm. The dude's going through a development. And, like, others say it's, like, marketing. It's whatever. You say some weird shit, people go, what the fuck? (laughs) And your name stays relevant. I think he's just, from the outside looking in, without knowing Kanye, I don't even listen to his music, like, compared to Zammit. Zammit obviously knows, but from just my little fucking... He just looks like a dude who's expressing himself just on a big stage and just not trying to censor himself. Mm. He just seems like he's even... He's just swinging at every ball. You know what I mean? Mm. And if it fucking comes off weird and he doesn't... Say, and he like comes off a little bit insane, yeah, he is a little bit insane like we all are, but he's just man enough to s- express it. But... But when he says shit like slavery was a choice and shit like that, that's what it's like. See, this is where I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. I just made a fucking... This is where... That's where it's like... Slavery is a choice? What do you mean? In well, that's what he what? said. Slavery was a choice back like in the... Yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you mean by that? I don't know. Hey, there's a bunch of subcontext. You'd hope so. I think... No, I'm pretty sure because it got so much like... What the fuck is Kanye saying? Mm. Like, it was like... Kanye literally just said slavery was a choice. I think he was going on one of his rants. I don't know. Maybe Zamek can fucking fill us in. Mm. Leave a a comment, please. (laughs) Leave a comment, yeah. And ask us a question to answer on this fucking podcast. No one asks any questions. We need questions, man. (laughs) We need questions from the 16 viewers. Leave a a fucking comment. Like, subscribe. (laughs) Like, scribe. (laughs) Like, scribe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Can't, like, they needed to make this better, honestly. I ain't gonna cap. This? Yeah. What, you're not happy with it? No, like, I'm happy with it. Like, I'm happy with how it works, but at the same time, the mic is never really still. Oh, there we go. Now it is. No, still. I don't have an issue. Mine's fine. Yours is fucked up. I don't know why yours is that. Try this one. It's this top one. Yeah, that's I the one you want. Yeah, I swear that's fucking in. Hmm. Good job. What are we? Forty-five what? minutes in. And if you are joining us right now, take this moment to why just would they be joining us right now. All right now. Huh? Nothing. Keep going. I was going to say, take this moment to uh, Can you shit on my chest for good luck? Can you quack? Can you quack like a dog when you suck? Can you fart on my balls when we fuck? Can you take every inch up your butt? Can you shit on my chest for good luck? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm glad you took it in that direction. I was gonna take it in such a different direction. Go, like go back. No, 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 no. It was better. Fucking fuck what I was gonna do. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like who's who is tuning in? Halfway, whatever the fuck, however long we are into this. Whoever does it, we actually apparently have a big fucking uh, audience in 
We've been doing this for 50 minutes. Yeah. What? Oh. We've been doing this for 50 minutes. <laughs> It's the one thing that I wanted to stop doing this <laughs> podcast. Figured out how long we've been fucking going for. <laughs> and I just did it. We've been going for 15 minutes. Oh. We could always talk about this fucking podcast or this fucking podcast. It's like the thing you're not meant to talk about yeah, as well. The fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, can you say what you're going to say? This thing we're doing. I was going to say, uh, can you quack? <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? What were we talking about? I don't know. I think it came to a dead stop and you were going to say something. Shit. Um, Shit. On my chest for good luck. <coughs> um, you need to look up that song if you've never heard that. Just look up those lyrics. Yeah, look up. <laughs> Can you quack? <laughs> it's a great video. Can you quack by the goat and your mum? And seriously, I reckon you should watch the uh, Ray William Johnson edit. Like, yeah. his reaction to it. That just makes it fun, fun, mm. ten times funnier. Mm. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> you quack. Fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, it's gone. Wizzy wazzy. Wizzy fucking wazzy. Hold up, Clooney's invited me to a party. Oh, wow. We've got a fucking... Yo, motherfucker. Yeet. Hello. Yeet. Oh, man. Um, <coughs> oh, fuck. Holy dooly. Ah, uh, I fucking, wait, we're in a, we're in a dead stop right here, so. Well, it was literally right before I said fucking, we've been doing this for 50 minutes. Yeah, who's tuning in right now? That was the question. Yeah. And I was going to say something about, yeah, whatever. We move on. I don't have any questions. You know I really, eh? <laughs> <laughs> like like who's gonna answer <laughs> your opinion <laughs> yeah on the question I have something to express this yeah. is like this is just gonna be the most uh, <laughs> this is gonna be the most like oh fuck like I'm already Can, I'm already explaining it just tell this what? pin that in your head right now what yes. you're thinking of wait actually say what you're gonna say no no wait, talk about no, it no 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 I was going to say, pin what you said. I didn't mean that in a condescending way of <laughs> me saying who's going to answer my like question, your co- like your opinion. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, sorry. I didn't want to come mean, across sorry. like I didn't cunt. even take it that way. Don't yeah, worry. Good, right, cool, Thank cool. you, a fog. Your opinion, exactly my opinion. You're like, what's my opinion? It's fucking mm. just like your opinion, just like anyone's opinion. We're all just having a crack. That's what we're talking about with thinking. Um, Chris was, Chris is like getting bigger to thinking. These glasses... It's a stage. Mm. He's he's evolved. Mm. He's a different being, bro. Chris is getting hella smart. Just like his thinking ability is getting fucked. As soon as he came in with those glasses and he was like, "What do you think?" Mm. I was instantly like, I looked at him and I went, "Holy fucking dad spec!" Mm. Like, you look like a, for whatever reason, like not that you weren't before, but you look like a heaps approachable person, <laughs> like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For sure. He said people are treating him so much more nicer. Yeah, because he looks wholesome. Yes. Yes. It's Christopher. He works at the childcare center. So oh. weird about appearance, bro. Mm. <laughs> works at the childcare center. Oh. Fuck, what was I going to say? <laughs> Bring it back. All right. So last night I had quite an experience. With what? 
Oh, there's a what? It's going to sound fucked. This is why you wait till halfway through the fucking podcast so only people who know know. Well, we can only film for 120 fucking threes. Don't worry about it, mate. So essentially, I got, I had a little bit of marijuana. I was trying to, it was very intense. So I was just meditating through it because that's how I handle it. I trust, I had this belief where I trust that meditation will take me to a better place wherever I am. Mm. So if I'm struggling, I follow my breath. Through the breath, leads me to a more positive place where I'm happy. Mm. Um, and not, so that's what I do if I get overwhelmed when I'm high. So I just meditate. It's hard, but you meditate. And then I got to YouTube and I watched a YouTube video and it was called the... It was called the unique... The unusual enlightenment of fucking... Um, here, I'll pull it up. Also, check out Channel 5. It's the most famous fucking channel, but check out Channel, channel 5. 5 yeah. It's one of the best fucking YouTube channels. Um, the Bizarre Enlightenment of Ramana Maharishi, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there meditating as I'm watch, trying to watch this video. I click the start. And I know like whenever I get high, it's almost as if it's a sequence of events that's, that's trying to teach me something, right? Mm. So I knew that this video, it'd been in my suggested for a bit. I'm like, now I watch this video because I now just knew that I this scene, this is I knew it was gonna be fucked. Mm. And it starts. I'll see if, I'm not sure if we'll be able to listen to him, but I experienced what this uh video explains what the experience is. What of of enlightenment. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So And you reckon you experienced this? I did. I know I know Oh I, no, you did experience this. I know for this. sure I did. And it's the most fucked thing ever. So. Imagine a boundless blue sky without clouds, birds, or wind. Now focus on the even blueness. Take a deep breath. And there's a blue screen on it, so you'd be watching the blue screen. Let all your thoughts come and go while you remain focused on the blue sky. In this very moment, you're not interested in the past or the future. Or anything else the mind wants to show. Your full focus is on the encompassing blueness of the sky. Now, drop it. What's left? This is a technique of spontaneous enlightenment written in a 5,000 year old tantric scripture, Vigyan Haran. For those of you who have attained enlightenment, you can leave the video. But for the rest of us, this is merely a glimpse of something that stayed with the great saint Ramana Maharishi forever. Mm. So I experienced the enlightenment in that video, but it left me. I didn't stay enlightened. Wait, so what he said was, imagine like, so you're only in, you're focused on the present, all the thoughts that are running through your head. Yes. But you're picturing, you're focused on the blue sky. So what it's trying to ex explain, so like that's a, that's a, that's a, a, So just allow, just allow what's happening right now, but focus on something plain. Well, what I would, how I would explain it is, so to that, watching that video right now, just now, doesn't have the same impact. It's not, I didn't experience what I experienced just then. It's not something you can chase after. Yeah. It's something that just happens. And so when I, I was fully absorbed in what he was saying and I was, everything he was saying was, 
sort of hand in hand with my thought process at the time. And then when he said, drop it, my view of myself fell away for a moment. And I was simply a being without an ego. And then I experienced that video and I go, holy fuck, am I enlightened? Holy shit, I'm enlightened. Holy fuck, yeah, I'm enlightened. But that's my ego recalibrating itself, coming back in, and then I lose my enlightenment. Because I'm like, holy shit, how cool is this? I'm Harry Stratton and I get to be enlightened. Yeah, That's not how it works, man. You know, I'm not Harry Stratton anymore. But so I lost it. And for some people, that video... Maybe you're watching it right now. Maybe this podcast will send people into enlightenment because that is a pathway. That what he just did then, if you are if that meets with your fucking timeline mm. where you're about to reach enlightenment, that is a way that people will just go, Holy fuck, drop it. So when he says drop it, what does he mean by drop it? Like drop your ego structure, which is the thoughts that cloud your vision. So for instance, what it is, it's like, you know, when you're like, are you your thoughts? Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't know. Or you just observed your thoughts. Are your thoughts you? How many thoughts in your head do you identify with and how many thoughts do you disagree with? Are you battling with your thoughts? I'd probably say 50-50. Mm. So it would seem that you just observe your thoughts and they tell you who you are, but you can decide somewhat. Mm. Yeah, so the, the thing is with meditation is there is, a, there is a deeper being within you that lays behind the ego and it knows who it is, mm. but the ego clouds it. So, for instance, because you're not your thoughts, your thoughts are the ego trying to convince you, trying to, trying to, trying to be the ego, right? And I'm explaining this terribly, but let's hope, hope, someone, hope there's some knowledge in it. But... um essentially simply because you, you cause you're not your thoughts you got to observe okay what are my thoughts doing are you in control of your thoughts no my thoughts are in control of me why can you decide not to think mm -mm. no neither can i that's us being within our ego mind mm. if we because what lays behind thought it's awareness and the belief <coughs> is that we are we are awareness we are consciousness we are just simply existing and we are just observing and to observe is to be fully in this moment and to be taken in with the absorption of this entire moment and there are no thoughts in our head we are simply interacting one-on-one -on -one with reality there's mm. no and there's no internal analysis of the situation there's no thoughts of holy shit what did i just say it's completely in line and that is enlightenment and what enlightenment is what, what the ego in our culture has done to enlightenment is that it's made it appear as if it is this far away divine godly thing, but it's not. What it is, is a thing that we already are that you just must realize simply by stepping away from that thought mind. Mm. But the mind wants to bring you back into it. All you have to do is just pay attention and just not, just observe your thoughts. And slowly, by sh slowly and surely by following that through, eventually it clicks over and you start being more conscious than you are thinking and then you eventually reach enlightenment you pop through and then you just are what happens when you just drop it that will just happen all of a sudden apparently and boom you're enlightened you don't have to ask yourself if you're enlightened am i an enlightened person no you just know you just know you just know you don't have to ask it you know i'm enlightened now because i'm not what i was before it's gone mm. yeah and it's like what the fuck is that that's our life 
And so the ego has put enlightenment in the, on this pedestal in a way with our low self-esteem to prevent ourselves from ever believing that it could be a thing for us. Because yeah, right. what it results in is the death of itself. So the ego prevents us from pursuing it by putting it there so that it can prolong its life. It's a being of its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what we are not that being. So that thing is controlling us and therefore we can decide to say no thank you and put it to the side. But it always, it's a, it's a parasite. It's trying to fucking consume our consciousness. Which is so weird. It's fucking weird, man. Because we're doing it to ourselves. Yeah. It's an aspect of ourselves. Which is useful. The mind is a tool. Mm. But a hammer isn't glued to you, let alone strapped onto your brain, controlling the brain. You know mm. what I mean? It's like, the mind is like, all right, so what the mind exists in the past and the future. So all your thoughts that control you drag you into the past or the future, fantasy land or regrets and shit in the past, whatever it is. And what the thing is that your mind should be like a tool that you use when you consciously decide to use it. Mm. You're sitting here in the present moment and then you, some, you, I'm talking to you, right, right, I need to organize that present for, for Chris. Oh, let me organize that real quick. Boom, go into the future. Boom, as soon as that's done, it's gone. Put it down. You're straight back. It's so hard to explain, but... I know what you're saying, but... But what that is, what I experienced in that video, uh, according to the myth of... <laughs> what a fucking... The, that's the weirdest thing, the fact that... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> fucking... Just clicking that fucking button. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. This is what I was saying to you guys the other day when you and Chris were talking about enlightenment. When I, Where I think that mm. enlightenment is this over-glorified thing. Mm. Like you were saying just then, how like we treat it as if it's so far away. But I think people would get that... I honestly think it could be just a simple misconception that like enlightenment, just that f like word mm. has so much gravity around it. Mm. Um, and I think it does because people associate it with religion. Mm. And then if you're religious, um, because we live in a day and age where we have all these freedoms, when you think of something like a religion, 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 you view that as structure and a way of life and not every and people only want the good things out of that or like the things that um i don't know make them feel good out of mm. it so they'll like take for example like fucking you hear how many fucking people do you hear that are like robbing stealing and doing all that shit and they're like and then next minute they're saying oh but but then they're going to church and they're praying to God and whatnot. When it's clearly in the Bible that you should not steal, you should not do this, you should not kill. Mm. But people are doing that and then they're like saying to God, oh, yeah. They, then they turn back to religion. It's like they only want the good things out of that religion. Mm. Whereas everything else, it's like, oh, no, it's like subjective. Mm. It's me. It's all me. It's like it like has to apply to how I think. So I'll take some of that stuff just to seem like a good person. 
Mm. Um, I went on a rant there. I went away from what I was trying to get to. Um, enlightenment. Yeah, I think people think that it. Yeah, they tie it to a religion. Yeah, mm. and like I said, religion has structure, mm. and that means it's a way of life. And I don't think people people when it's like religious. I think people think that enlightenment is like a heaven mm. or some of some sort. It's like once you reach enlightenment, you're not going to be here. You're like going to be fucking somewhere else. Mm. <coughs> because enlightenment sounds like, what do you do after enlightenment? You reach nirvana, apparently. And that's a heaven. It's a... That, it's what's like when you reach heaven, you're supposed to fucking be dead. They say it's the ceasing of suffering, which is the repetition of your consciousness in the cycle of life, Mm. apparently. I don't know how they know that. (laughs) It's Um, a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Well, I was going to... Sorry, you had one last thing there? No. No. I was going to say, even the word enlightenment. So I said I experienced like a taste of enlightenment. That's what I'd say. I experienced a taste of enlightenment and that sounds weird to the Western ear. You know what I mean? It sounds weird to explain that to someone, to tell someone that because we don't have the context to know that that's actually a thing. So someone hearing this would go, what the fuck is Harry doing, right? What the fuck am I doing? I'm not doing something that a, that a Western, that the common Western man does. But what it's called in a Western society is, it's called the Grail Castle. It's the myth from the Holy Grail. That's what this myth is. It's the myth of enlightenment for the Western man. That's what it is. In the East, you fucking meditate, fucking become a monk, reach enlightenment in the western world you do something different um (coughs) apparently so apparently so and so i think even in zen buddhists they have a they have a word for the taste of enlightenment it's a Mm. very common thing and um so i was listening to this guy named was it robert let's just go with first name i always forget his name i fucking feel horrible because he's very very fucking smart intelligent dude Mm. extremely sensitive guy extremely fucking you got to resist the urge stop recording yeah i i like i saw like a sensitivity that you could make fun of in a way and that's like why he sort of came who he was i think because he how he went into the grail castle or discovered the first enlightenment the taste of enlightenment which sets you on a path to try you get it later in life apparently if you live your life correctly and you do what you're meant (laughs) to do which is too much to even contemplate because I don't even understand it myself that you reach it in like your 60s, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years from now, you get to go back and and meet that place consciously and inhabit it. Um, Apparently you haven't done the, you haven't done the process consciously to be able to exist there. You've, Mm. you stumbled in and you foolishly met the fucking enlightenment and you just can't handle it. You can't fucking, you haven't done, your ego isn't satisfied to let go. So you've got to like, Go out into the world, do be an ego, be a human, make a change, do shit, grow, have a family, blah, blah, blah. And then you're done. You're done, Lil. Um, <laughs> done, Lil. Big shot. So, but yeah, the fucking, yeah, as I was saying, like this guy, Robert, he's fucking, he, when he was young, he fucking, he went out into the world and he got his job and he was excited to start his job. I think he was 16, full-time job. It's going to be his life. Fuck yeah, son, work tomorrow. Goes into work as a nice shift. He's doing work. It was just grueling labor. Mm. And he just did this like for a couple of days, maybe. I don't know how long he's doing it for. 
And then he like his mind started being like overwhelmed by just the suffering and just the projected future of himself saying, I'm literally not strong enough to be able to do this work. I'm too sensitive. He, the reality of his life was too dreadful for him to want to continue doing it. And he was experiencing this as he's going to work, sore bones all day doing this. He wasn't getting paid much. And he's just like, is this my life? Is this all it's going to be? And because he wasn't tough enough to push through it, he fucking regressed. And then he had an experience of the fucking Grail Castle, which then evolved into his process of becoming um, a psychoanalyst and having this life of that. And then he get and then he reached a point in his life where he was fully developed and he got it in the later in his life. But what you still get when he is where he is, is he still is this very sensitive dude. Mm. It's not like you, it's not like you're, you're not a human being anymore to other people. You still have the outer appearance of the ego, but in the inner, it's not. You're not questioning your existence in a way. Mm, mm. So like I maybe, I know from when I was analyzing myself, there's, a, there's an arrogance in me, an egocentric arrogance, which is like narcissism. And I know that even if I reach a point, I'll still come off arrogant. Yeah. For sure. I already know that because it is in me. It's an aspect of myself that I'm not necessarily in control of. Yeah. It is my ego. You know what I mean? And there's a per, there's a part of me be, behind that 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 manages that. And but I know that like if I'm living my life truly and not questioning myself, that will come out. But I know that like realistically, people will understand. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And that's the weird, that's the hard thing of go into a process where you can observe yourself, analyze yourself, see your weaknesses, then sort of take your fucking hands off the reins and just relax. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like... Doing this shit, honestly, sounds like... Enlightenment sounds, honestly, like doing this shit that we're doing right now. Mm. Because currently, I'm not thinking about the past or the future. Yeah. We're just in thought, talking about this, mm. and that's all it is. Mm. Just us in a room having this conversation about one thing, and thoughts aren't trailing off mm. into other thoughts. Mm. And it's like, I guess that's why I like doing this as well, because when we start talking, it's it goes from I don't know. F- feel of thoughts to then one track we're on the same track doing the same thing mm. that sounds like fucking what enlightenment is mm. you can be just be in the present yes obviously it's not because mm. then like because still thinking like on that one track thing I've still got my ego there yeah um which makes me wonder then for myself if I'd actually ever reach enlightenment in this lifetime because saying you won't means you won't but that's the thing I've never really thought about going after it don't have to exactly don't. it's like it's not like I feel because you guys are talking about it so much it's like oh should I try and reach enlightenment I don't feel like that it's like oh enlightenment it seems like a cool place to be maybe I'll give it a shot one day maybe I fucking won't mm. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's also I'm not sure if it's because 
I'm afraid of what will happen if I were to lose my ego or if I'm comfortable where I currently am, yeah. like how I think and whatnot, mm. or I don't know. I don't know, man. And then that could just be the ego trying to block that out and say, "No, you do, you're fine. Well, you're here." Like, mm. yeah. Well, you know what? You know how the Buddha describes in the um, enlightenment, mm. the end of suffering. Now, end of suffering. I was listening to a book, Eckhart Tolle. He, he explains this. So I'm just fucking. I'm no fucking genius. I'm just the fucking guy repeating shit, mm. standing on the top of giants. But um, he, the thing is, the Buddha explained it as the end of suffering. And it's like, okay. <laughs> he explained it in that way specifically so we couldn't project a whole bunch of egocentric illusion into it. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself, what is left when suffering ends? What aspects of reality leave as soon as you end suffering? What is the other half of reality that now you've transcended into complete bliss peace Mm. that's what you get it's just like fuck yeah (coughs) I'd like that I'd fucking like that I'd like to fucking be an old man and just be at peace man I'm not at peace I fucking crave it man Mm. like when I was experiencing that I was just like man I wish I could stay can't stay i got kicked out fuck Mm. and then i look at myself and observe myself you know you said like you're in the present here even when i'm talking to you my mind is going backing on itself analyzing itself talking to you i'm not with you 100 percent, and that annoys me and just shows me how far away i am from that i see how far i am and i go wow this is going to be a lifelong fucking journey man i'm not there i'm nowhere near well, it's going to be like a whole life. It's like, cause I do that shit too. Mm. I guess maybe when I'm probably just sitting there by myself or something, mm. not do, really doing anything. But when I'm like in conversation, I'm in conversation. I'm not really analyzing anything. Yeah, I am. But I mean, you've always had a hard time with like analyzing yourself. Well, that's like to the extreme. It's the gift and the curse of mm. like having a good mind. Yeah. I have a, I have a very developed mind, which means that I am, good at thinking which means i'm consumed by my mind mm. which is the opposite of what i would want but it also gives me what i have mm. so i gotta like it's it's i would describe joe rogan in the same sense in the fact that what i see in joe rogan is the same the same he is enlightened he's going to reach enlightenment in this is a very big assumption, but he's sort of like the enlightened spirit speaking through the ego, masquerading <coughs> as if... So I see, I, see, I see Joe Rogan as like a genius, mm. as a god, essentially. He is a godly being who is deeply aware that he's a godly being who is expressing himself with his supreme intelligence through the mask of the ego. Mm. And it's almost as if, you know, he, he'll say shit like, he'll say shit like, this is me putting words in his mouth. And I hope, 
like, what am I even saying, making this claim? But this is just a thought I had. And I have, I sense it for a lot of people. I, I sense it like in terms of, in terms of like a genius. I think, I think Joe Rogan is a genius. Just the way he's, his whole being is genius. And it's so genius that it's understated because mm. that's his entire genius, his humility. Mm. You know what I mean? It's fucking weird, man. Well, when people say genius, people think like, oh, you must be some sort of scientist or whatever. Like, genius is, like, I'm pretty sure the definition of genius is something like, um, not word for word, obviously, but it's like a, uh, to have, like, expertise in, like, not necessarily, like, in a subject or something like that. Mm. Like, to be an expert in something or, like, have... I guess superior knowledge in something, mm. which I guess Joe Rogan could be, yes, like sir. a genius in whatever you said, hum- humility or what. Mm. Well, I see the way. The reason I say that is because this may be wrong because maybe this is why he's famous because he lacks self esteem. But what I see in Joe is a very, a very confident person, and a person who loves himself a lot. Right, which is not a bad thing. It's how you express it, and everybody I think, gets told that every day. Like mm. you got to love yourself before you. But if yeah. you love yourself too much, people will be like, "Oh, what a fucking yes." Yeah, and I think that Joe Rogan loves himself a lot, and that's not a bad thing. And I think that he, he's intelli- He has like a higher intelligence to know that he must communicate, as if he doesn't. Yeah, you know what I mean, which is. Uh, I don't even know if I'm what I'm saying is correct. I'm fucking stabbing in the dark, mm. but I don't know. I'd have to do like an analysis. But Joe Rogan is king. <laughs> well, just look at the impact the guy's had. He he has he he has pretty much done for a lot of people what he's done is just picked up people's brains, influenced them in a certain direction for reality. The dude has made the entire state of fucking. Austin, Texas, he made it into a fucking cultural destination. Yeah, because he moved there, didn't he? Because he moved there. He changed prices in housing because a man moved to a city. Who has that influence? Did he actually? Bro, the house is in fucking Austin, Texas. (laughs) Expenses going up. Building, everything, people moving, cultural destination, comedians migrating, artists migrating, everyone let's get in Austin it's where the melting pot's gonna be cause literally every guest that he'd have on he'd just be like come move here move here it's great it's better like all this shit yada 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 yeah man that does make sense but fuck that much influence to drive up the fucking housing market like <laughs> and now imagine and now imagine and also I'm pretty sure because of it they took a seat of congress off California and put one on Texas I believe that's how what happened. Well, did he used to live in California? Yeah, so he moved from California to Texas, and California lost a seat, Texas got a seat, because of the shift. Whoa. And that's, Joe Rogan is sitting there like, I am just a humble man. It's just like, yes, you are. He's probably completely oblivious. He's just Oh, he's not. He's deeply aware. He's He's deeply deeply aware. The motherfucker is so smart, it's not funny, but he is so fucking, (laughs) I know exactly how I must be. And how I must be is exactly how I am. He's just like, me as an authentic human being is this, and therefore I will stick to this. Because any deviation is fucked. 
You know what I mean? So his thinking is, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I in this situation? It's fucked up. Because the, the dude, tens of millions, and listen to what he's talking about. Mm. Reality, how to conduct yourself, what being a man is. Guiding an entire generation of men who have been poorly fathered. Yeah. It's fucked. Or well, even people who have just... I don't know. All walks of life, not even just people who've been poorly fathered. I'm, me I mean you. that in a. I mean that in a in a in a general scope in terms of, we are in terms of our Western society, we're much closer to our mothers than we are to our fathers mm. mostly, and that creates a deficit within our reality, and therefore that's why Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, they plug into our fucking consciousness. Yeah, we want them yeah. in our fucking mind because they give us an authoritative, sensitive position. Yeah, we want that. Mm. And then he's telling us that bitch in your head, fuck that bitch. Go out, get life, fucking do it. What that is, it's what the father does to the fucking, your mother complex, <coughs> which is the part of you that wants to lay in bed for the extra 10 minutes. It's the part of you that wants to curl up, pull yourself in the sheets. It's the part of yourself that wants you to regress back into the womb, to curl back into the mother's fucking tit. And you, the whole meaning of a man is to break out of that and be like, I am going into the world. It feels like shit, but I know I must do this. You know? This fucking, has David Goggins fucking reached enlightenment, bro? Fucking. That man is, he's enlightened. He, he's like, got to be enlightened to just be like fucking running every fucking day. Hmm. Just turning, yelling into a camera as he's fucking going on a 70 mile fucking hike. Demons, man. Demons. You listen to that bitch. It, oh, bro, he said something about his fucking, like, um, about birthdays. He was like, uh, fuck birthdays. They make you feel special because you were born that day and people give you presents and whatnot. But, like, that's just your inner bitch <laughs> telling you that you're something or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, can't. That actually is, like, so true. Hmm. Today's my birthday. Or <laughs> I don't have to do the dishes or something like that. Yeah. All this enlightenment talk gets a bit fucking murky and muddy and gross a bit. Yeah. But anyways, that was fucking... Solid. Yeah, if you want to look into like what it means, look up the Holy Grail myth. Um, you pretty much explain the Grail myth. The Grail castle. It explains each character in the story represents an aspect of yourself throughout life mm. in on the road to developing into a fully mature Western man. I don't know what it is for a woman. We'd have to figure that out. Mm. Fucking, um, on an end note, mm. when you said before, um, <coughs> what did you say? What did I say? Um, I'm just a man standing on giants. Mm. I was like, can't. That's a good, like, that's a good saying. That's not my saying. I know. But yeah. then I was just thinking, that would be a great podcast name, Standing on Top of Giants. Yeah. Because that's literally, like, that's what everybody does. Mm. They take something from someone, like, somebody said something, like Jordan Peterson, and he's achieved all this shit, pushed through all this to say what he's had to say, and mm. a lot of people fucking take that for their own. Mm. And that's literally... Standing on top of a giant. Mm. Yeah. That's fucking dope. Standing on top of a giant. Yeah. On top of giants. That's myth. 
Because like all of our knowledge, all of our thoughts, all of our mind, all of our culture is formulated by human beings impacting shit. It's so crazy. Like philosophers have like one of the largest impacts in reality and they get no fucking credit. Mm. Can't fucking... Um, uh, there's a Snapchat thing I follow and it's mainly, it mainly covers like the, what's going on in Ukraine. Mm. And I was like, China has finally broken its silence. And Ooh, I was like, nice. oh, here we fucking go. What does mm. this fucking mean? And China's just like saying to um, it was like enough is enough. Um, they encourage peace talks immediately between Ukraine, uh, the Ukraine and Russia, and all this shit. And it's like, oh, what a so weird position to take. So China's like asking for the war to be stopped. Well, that's what they're saying publicly, and that's yeah. well, that's what we're being fed. It's so too complicated, man. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, if that is actually the case, mm. fucking good, good on China. I was listening to a CIA fucking retired like agent on Lex Friedman's podcast and he was saying that the Russians are currently winning. And he's saying that like the illusion, we're being fed like false information, like, like every civilization gets by the government. And he's saying that like in terms of all that all that happened with that for initial invasion it's a long-term invasion it's not like that was it's like we looked at that first invasion as if that was the war whereas <laughs> russia yeah. is like they want ukraine they they are doing a war and Bro. so therefore they have weighed up the options of that initial one and there's a percentage of it's like 70 percent fa- uh, success 20 percent failure it landed on the 20 percent failure okay we failed What's plan B, C, D, E, F, and G? Let's do plan B. Boom. And there's like, this is like stage one of like a 10-step plan to take Ukraine. It's like, they are, they're just, they're just moving down the list. Yeah, fucking, that's where it's so weird. Like what you were saying, where the start of Ukraine blew up all over all the news and prices are going up. So Ukraine, the Ukrainian war, it's like on everybody's mind Mm. for like, what a couple of weeks mm. and then just slowly simmers out but really and then it just turns back into regular media oh man's been stabbed oh fucking like lgbt all mm. this fucking shit back to what it was but in reality shit's still going on cunts are still getting blown up schools fucking buildings all that shit is getting destroyed and it's like like for example, that snapchat thing that i like see that's the first time I've seen it in a couple of fucking weeks. It's not mm. like over a month. Mm. And it covers that fucking war shit with the Ukraine. Mm. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, bro. And when that fucking, and if that happens, peace talks happen and whatnot, it'll just be like nothing ever fucking happened. Yeah. Prices will go back to fucking normal because they'll just be like, all right, we can do business with Russia again because no one really gives a fuck about it anymore. Yeah. That's where it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is the world that we live in? A country just tried invading another country, killing them by the fucking thousands. And then we just go, all right, cool. I use Russia's oil in my car yeah. <laughs> and I don't care. And and then, you know, it's fucked. It's like Russia will go, stick their hand out, fuck with an entire country, 
pull their hand back and the war's over. But really, it's more like, it's a long-term thing. Russia is there just like, at the fucking border, just like, when can I fucking invade? <laughs> yeah, they're just there. Silently and the Western world is just like, motherfucker, don't invade. And China's <laughs> sitting there just like, what's happening? <laughs> so we say, and it's just like, what Chris was saying is like, it's the same in fucking, uh, in Lebanon, right? So Lebanon is made up of a bunch of small political parties that all have their <laughs> own like militaries and shit like that. Mm, yeah. And they're all fighting for power and position within within the fucking country in order to unify it to create its own country and to have yeah. like an established position. And so they're all infighting for, 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 for land and position. Though where, where Chris is, is in that political party's area, they have established museums of this political party mm. who have been fighting for this land and shit like that for ages. So there's a, there's a, like a front, there's like a, there's a front where they're trying to push boundaries and take over land to try and take Lebanon. Mm. But where they're situated in, during this dynamic flow of power, they have a home base that's been established for ages. Mm. And that's what exactly what our world is on a large scale. We haven't created a one world government like a country is to our reality, right? So like, that's the goal. That's what the Western world wants to do. Establish a one world government of democracy. And it's like, do we want that? Do we want the whole world to be one world? And the Chinese government and the Russian government want a one-world government but as well. With their system. But it's with their system. It's like... Though, when, well, my question is, what happens to freedom in a one-world government? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I've thought about, hey. It's not real. It just... it. If you have a one-world government, it's going to be like communis- communism either way sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Because everybody then falls in line under this one thing. Mm. And so if true freedom is being able to leave a situation. Where do you go if you want to leave the one world government that we all live in? The illusion that, that, that you do not have choice in that aspect. And therefore the choice never arises. And therefore you lose the ability to think beyond the scope of your reality mm. which then condenses humans into a certain parameter of reality which can be controlled by anyone mm. whoever has the control and i believe the only way where we could actually have a, a a positive one world government is if we all fucking weren't if there wasn't evil in this world if yeah, there wasn't controlling like power hungry fucking egomaniacs a fucking positive world a fucking like it can't. It doesn't exist. It will never exist. This is where the fucking enlightenment comes in. Yeah, but no one's after enlightenment. Like, what if we all just became majority? The minority, like a small minority of people, are mm. after enlightenment. Like a small. It's fucked, eh? And the rest of the world is just like subjective. I'm. I'm a fucking go get that money. That's what everyone is doing. Yeah, but I, it's like, you think. When you hear about communists and whatnot and the communist mm. parties and all that shit and you go, oh, that sounds fucking shit, mm. like all that stuff. But like, imagine being born into a world where your fucking father is the leader of this country mm. and immediately that means you're brought up in like extreme wealth, essentially, and like the best upbringing you can have but your destiny 
is to take over the fucking role of your father. Mm. It's like, how can you blame the communist kind of parties for still existing when that is the whole existence of the fucking party to just breed and then stay in that same line of fucking people sort of thing? What do you mean? Well, like, like uh, fucking... You rarely... I'm probably you, thinking what, of more like North Korea when I like. Yeah, say what do you mean this. communist? There's like a, when, there's a, yeah, when there's a certain leader, that's not communism though. <sighs> that's an ideal communism. Communism is meant to be is meant to be a powerless structure. It's meant to be. Oh like yeah, a, it's meant to be equal. Everybody's equal. And there's not meant to be any oversight. But that's almost but it, impossible yeah, with the current fucking, system. Yeah. The current consciousness on the planet doesn't exist in that. Who are the politicians? Who 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 is attracted to controlling people? Yeah, no one's fucking the most fucked people, man. <laughs> no one's fucking equal. Um, it's like well, it's like I guess you could say everybody's equal. It's like when you when Har- uh, and uh, Chris were talking in the car, like we des- uh, about values. Mm. Um, what were you guys saying about values? How you can... Does everything hold the same value? Does it just come down to how every individual value values it, basically? Mm. Which I guess is like how you can look at like a human. Mm. But at the same time, you can't really. Mm. Because some people are just absolute scat cunts. And some people are absolute fucking beautiful people. Mm. Um. <coughs> well, we were talking about this with interests... Were you finished, sorry? Yeah, I was finished. I was going to say, we're talking about it with interests, where it's like, so everything sort of does have the same value. It just depends on how much effort you put into it. Mm. Like someone could collect minions. You know what I mean? Like fucking... Minions. Booga booga, fucking minions, banana. Mm. And so there's someone out there who like collects minion toys and that's their fucking... Oh, <laughs> they're fucking minions. And <laughs> that's they love it. It's their hobby. They collect minion paraphernalia and shit like that so they're on ebay at like seven o'clock at night going i haven't got the minion fucking pen let me go buy the fucking minions pen like that is their in their mind they are thinking thoughts that continue them doing that and they like minions enough to it satisfies them they for whatever reason that's why they like doing it and allow allow um I'm not sure if you can even see that. Toys. There's not even a camera. Yeah, there's no <laughs> camera anymore. They're sinking billies out here. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, so you can like just, you, it's just wherever you direct your attention can sustain someone, I guess. And for whatever reason, someone has been directed in sustaining their whole attention into collecting minions, like collectibles. Hmm. It's like, why would someone do that? I literally cannot understand why anyone would do that. But they like it so much. Yeah, and then it just comes, well, it's like, it's almost the exact same thing as you collecting that shit that's up there, Mm. that you've been given and stuff like that, Mm. even though it's just a variety of things. I guess that's the difference, because it's a variety of things that's like normal, Mm. but if it's just one thing, or one thing that's like in the same category kind of thing, like if you were to have like a bunch of... Kevin Stewart and Steve fucking minions. Yeah. That's like, oh, that's a bit weird. 
and it, you can scale it. So like I have one shelf of collectibles mm. of like shit that I am attached to. People can fill their entire house yeah. full of this shit. So it's like, and what they'll tell you is, why do you do that? I like minions. Why do you like minions? They really fucking like minions. But can they tell you why they like it that much? <laughs> Probably not. Why you filled your house for the minions? That should be a 10-page essay explaining to me why minions are that impressive. Well, you won't get that. The depth of that will be, I fucking like minions. It's just like, I guess so. You know what I mean? I don't know what to do with that. Mm. Whereas like you ask an astrophysicist why he likes astrophysics, and he'll be like, fucking, you just go into it. You know? <coughs> unless, unless he can't. I don't know, where's the depth of being able to explain why you're into something? Does, is everyone aware of why they're interested in things? I haven't really questioned it. Alright, we'll fucking explain why you're interested in fucking jujitsu. Why am I interested in jujitsu? It would seem positive to be able to defend yourself. I like the environment of the people around me and the people who are like, do it. I like their mindsets. Um, I like... <coughs> I like... I like good competition. I like beating people. I like losing and then coming back from losing. Um, I like the dynamic in a, in com of combat and the push and pull, the tug, the Tao within it all. Yeah. And I like the, I like the philosophy behind it. There's your 10 page essay. There's yeah. your dot points and you can just run off with those yeah. dot points. Yeah. Legit, that is the te that's a 10 page essay. Fucking weird, eh? What but would you say if you really like minions? Oh. I like that they're yellow. <laughs> <laughs> What's good about yellow? Yellow is actually a very deep color. Yes. Um, I it like symbolizes, yeah, if you knew about the color, mm. you could go in on that. Mm. I. They, some of them have two eyes, some of them have one eyes. Mm. One eye. I like how they're so at peace and just fun loving. They don't have any issues. It, it relaxes me. Because my childhood was very chaotic. Mm. <laughs> it goes deeper. <laughs> I like bananas. They like bananas. Mm. Bananas are a very healthy fruit. Mm. And then you're just elaborating on fucking what a color is and what fucking. There are 10 pages saying that. Um. <coughs> I guess there could be a 10 page essay in fucking liking minions but you'd have to be you'd have to think <laughs> be able to think so hard on that mm. <laughs> someone in the comments write a 10 page essay of why you enjoy minions yes I'm a minions enjoyer a minions enthusiast mm. they have their own language but 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 I like the minions business. I like I like the the virality that minions has achieved, and its status within meme culture. Yes. Boom! Another page to your essay. Mm, um. Yes. Therefore, I filled my entire house full of them. And I they have. Go that far. They've actually are they an alien species? 
because according to the Minions movie, they've been alive for quite some time, speaking the exact same language. Don't they die? And they no, them. I'm wrong. I watched a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? Watch? I watched a fucking weird video where they like sacrificed the fucking minion at the end of its life, and then more minions popped out of it when it died. It like died, and then minions. The teeth of the minions were more minions. They jumped out, and they were baby minions. And so like in death comes new minions. <laughs> Aztec minions. Yeah. Um, <coughs> what else? Bro, we're going in on this minions. Well. Um. <laughs> fucking minions come up. Minions. Who fucking created the minions? Uh, yeah, I like the story of the feel, of the origin story of the minions. <laughs> you should listen to it. It's a very interesting story. Uh. <laughs> Grew. <laughs> it's Despicable Me. That's where it's all started from. Yeah, they chose Grew to be their leader. They were after a leader. Why do they want a leader? No, did he make them? No. He didn't make them. Have you seen the Minions no, movie? No. Bro, that's what I was actually saying. <laughs> Wait, it's deep. It. It's deep. They've been alive <laughs> for fucking... This is why I was saying they're like, they could be an alien species because they have been alive for fucking like, I'm pretty sure... A millennia. So like this is millennia. This is deep. <laughs> Thousands of years. I might fill my house full of them. And they were always together, like in, like in the ice and whatnot, like those times. And they were going in like caveman times. They were before then. Ice age, acorn times. Like before then, I'm pretty sure. Shit. Like when I say caveman, I mean like first humans kind of shit. Okay. And their entire goal is a species was to follow a leader. So what they did was eventually Kevin and Stuart, and I'm pretty sure they might be like eternal beings because Kevin and Stuart, as you know, from like fucking the original Gru movie, um, they went out, or Kevin Stuart and whatever the fuck the other one was, they went out to find a leader. And after all this time, after getting like, well, trying to get a T-Rex to be their fucking leader a fucking caveman to be their leader, a fucking Huna, what now leader. Eventually, they find Gru as a kid building some rockets and evil shit and they're like, whoa, that's our leader. And Gru turns out to be their leader. So that was their whole thing as a species, to find a leader, somebody, somebody to lead them. That's fucked up. An entire species... Why? That was their goal. They had society and everything. They had society? Yeah. They had their own little society. Their yeah. own little houses and whatnot. That they had their own do. little houses? I think so. Like in their ice cave or whatever the fuck. You're wigging me out. Like, and they're just I like, didn't know minions were this deep. The cunts that like were speaking up who were acting like leaders were saying, we're going out to find our fucking, like to find a leader. And all the other minions are like, yeah. When realistically, he could just be the leader. Because he's up there talking for the minions, saying what the minions want. <laughs> but he wants he could a leader. Lead the min- yeah, he could. But they all want a leader. They all want somebody to follow. <laughs> there seems to be like a deeply philosophical thing within that. Maybe I need to write a 10-page essay on why I like Like minions? minions? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not so far-fetched. Maybe it literally is. See, like, that's what it is, right? A minute ago, I was looking at from the outside in 
wigging out about why a guy would fill his house full of minions. And we just had a 10-minute conversation and now I'm on a deeper, I get minions more. Just, I just want to really reiterate this point though. Talking about minions and just the depth in it. Fast and Furious 10 is going to be the best movie you'll ever see. And I just want to tell everyone that so that when this is reviewed later on, you will know that I fucking said this. We have an episode called Fast and Furious 10 is like going to be the next or whatever the fuck. <coughs> yeah, bro. I have no That's going to be fucking insane. I wouldn't be surprised if fucking, what is, what's his name in it? Is it Tyrese? Sorry? The black guy who was freaking out about like being invincible, basically. Name. Yeah, yeah. That's going to... Oh, the whole... He's going to reach enlightenment, bro. Or just like so. fucking become if, a god. What if... I want I want an Avengers Fast and Furious crossover. That's probably what will, will happen. Like, or they will become Avengers of their own universe. I just hope they become well, gods. Yes, exactly that. I hope it's an Avengers origin story for the Fast and Furious <laughs> squad. And I hope they get like levitating cars. And like... They'll be flying through the sky and he'll still be changing gears. <laughs> you know if, what I mean? Yeah, literally. Like there'll be a cut sound, to the clutch. Still, sound, <laughs> still sounds like a V8 and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Classic muscle. And it's wheels just spinning in the air and he's just like, boom. We got to do it to little. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh my God. They still got like the car fucking cuts. So it's like them like fighting aliens driving a car in space and it's still like close up on the engine as it's fucking winding cuts to him quick fucking sharp shot of the fucking them flicking on the nose yeah yeah yeah. oh Oh, fuck bro that's gonna be a cult classic Fast and Furious 1 was a cult classic 10 Mm. I reckon it'll get even bigger views you just have to let go of the fact that it's meant to be a car movie just let it go let it be the most fucking absurd thing you'll ever watch in your life. Yeah. If We're people, speaking it yeah, into existence. Fucking, it was like Tom. When Tom was saying fucking, oh, it's not what it fucking was. It's not this and that. It's like, well, do you expect it to be what it fucking was? The mm. entire way through a 10 movie contract? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fast, if you haven't watched Fast and Furious 9, go watch that. Get high as fuck. And watch it because... The characters start to break through the like, well, not even break through the fourth wall. No, they're just they're starting to have like a breakthrough in re- their reality. Tyrese is picking up on the fact that they're getting away with so much fucking shit that should have killed them. That he thinks he's like invincible now, mm. and that, well, not just him, but the whole group is. Mm. And then just like the amount of fucking. John Cena in there. John Cena's whole being is just fucked. Rides off a fucking cliff, gets picked up by a fucking flying plane and fucks off. <laughs> fucking, meanwhile, <laughs> Toretto doing that face <laughs> fucking flies off the cliff as well yeah. that has these fucking ropes that he's attached to and starts swinging across the side <laughs> of the mountain. Bro, they have a rocket ship, a makeshift rocket car that they actually send into space and they're chilling up there, tapping into a satellite. And then, and then also, just just even the characters themselves. So you have John Cena, who's actually the long lost brother, yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. And then they do it. They they enter and they're driving cars, and they do a drift. They do it. They do a burnout together, and they do this continual burnout. And during it, the windows are down. 
and they're just looking at each other just like, <coughs> fuck you, fuck you. Just, just that energy, just as it's, they're doing a drift and it's, and they just drive away. It's just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh my God. Oh, that is such a, it's such a, I need to watch that movie. I need to do. I need to rewatch that. That was such a fucking good movie. Just because of how fucking crazy it was. It's a satire movie. Like, oh. People don't get it. It's so no. crazy how it goes over their heads. Oh. Like, it couldn't be any more obvious that it's a piss take. Like, but they're trying to still make it like that it's a plausible movie. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. People go, it's just another fucking stupid action movie. It's just like, nah, nah. It's a comedy, man. It's a yeah. comedy. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, Jesus, the reflexes. It was, a sh- it was my shadow. It looked like a beetle crawling on my hand. I was oh, like, okay. I was like, we're getting the fuck out. <laughs> but anyways, the fucking, my laptop's about to die. So she's probably saying shit. Right. Bye. Fuck your ass.